You wanna know why no one's watching the Olympics? Because anytime you bring this shit up, anytime you even show just a a piece of the of the Olympics anywhere, you immediately flag the channel and you take down the video. And you wanna know what's crazy about that? That's why y'all ratings are so low. No one's downloading Peacock. I'm here to tell you, I'm not downloading Peacock to watch the Olympics, especially not the Winter Olympics. But basically, we have the Truther app, so we're getting the the fill in on the Truther app, which is kind of hilarious. So, first and foremost, you can't sign on to the app. Um. In addition to not being able to sign on to the app, uh, it took several attempts to when you did get signed on, and then you get a name called Truthsayer, but you can't see anyone else's information. So the Truth of Social is a new social media app from the former president, Donald Trump, launched on Apple app stores on Sunday evening. I downloaded the app Monday, tried to use it. It didn't quite go as planned. I received a series of error messages as I tried to put to input my details and verify my email address in a bid to join the so-called truth sayer of truth social. Y'all know this is a honeypot, right? Like anything you put into this, the FBI, CIA, everyone, someone's going to be tracking you, right? Don't don't put your information into this because you're going to get an endless string of emails from Donald Trump and then they're going to ask you for a donation and then they're going to put in the fine print that you can't untake your donations. You hear me? Don't do this. It's a trap. It's a trap, okay? It's a trap. Don't do it. <laughs> um, these were the error messages, I guess, that were being sent. Um, and then it's like your account notifications. Like this is crazy. Uh, is this the? Is this is space in a queue? Over the next hour, my position on the wait list changed didn't change on the app but 26 minutes after i signed up troop social emailed me to tell me i'd moved from moved up to about okay wow okay meanwhile i wasn't able to post on troop social or see any see the accounts of posts of other users tragic um app after the app launched to the beta testers last week, several users reportedly complained that they were getting error messages similar to the ones that I did or they had been placed on a wait list. So this is just, I mean, what did you expect from Trump, right? This is this is about Trump, Trump-worthy exercises, about Trump-worthy-ness uh, of his apps. Like, I just, you couldn't have expected anything better, right? You couldn't have expected anything better. So it's, it is what it is. That's what it is. Um, but we got to talk about uh, uh, the NFL hiring the former AG, Attorney General Loretta Lynch, to handle the racial discrimination suit. And it gives off this black on black energy, again, black against black energy. Like, why did they feel the need to hire her? Right? Why did the NFL, this white systemic issue of a headache, feel the need to hire a black woman in order to forefront the 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 Brian Flores situation. It's given off um it's given off major uh trying to create black on black crime, which doesn't really exist. But the NFL be damned uh if they don't make this attempt. It just I just find it strange that she doesn't need to take this job. 
She's from a financial aspect, from a legal stance, none of that. So why did she do? Why is she doing this? Well, because money money not only makes the world go rounds, but it'll make you dance. Um, this is the continuation. So I want to go back and tell the LeBron story now because I'm I'm fearful that it didn't get recorded to the mainstream. So, uh, LeBron James said he's going to play basketball with his son for one year, and. This is basically LeBron James cementing his his title, right? Cementing his title, his his um, his legacy as the best basketball player in the history of, of 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 mankind. Because if he can pull this off, not only does this open a a, a, a game, because I don't think I've ever heard of a championship player playing with his son. I'm pretty sure players have played with their. T- with their sons in the past, but never on this caliber. But in addition to that, if there was anyone who was more equipped to win a ring with their son, could you imagine a life where LeBron is at the trade deadline, he has to cut his son? (laughs) You got to (laughs) go. You got to go. Cut him, Coat. Damn. You got to cut him. You got to cut him. You, hey, you cutting your if you was playing on a professional team and you could win a championship, you cutting your you cutting your your child to win that ring. You cutting them, Keisha. You cutting Keisha. You cutting your son, your daughter, to win a championship. I think I'm cutting my son. They gotta understand. <laughs> they gotta understand. Um, but this also cements something that I forever said. LeBron James. Regardless if you think he's the the best player, the most uh, accomplished player, he has definitely done the most for the sport since his arrival. From the the creation of the super teams, uh, the shadow, being the shadow uh, runner of the league, being a person who... um, Being a person who has brought, from a diversity standpoint, and also from a... A, a league financial standpoint, um, I'm not le- like he's like he's 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 legitimately changed the way the game has been played and viewed, and you gotta give him props for that. No other player has been so impactful to the sport, and that's you could call it a hot take, but that's just truth. Um, something interesting happened, uh, and this story will tie into our bigger stories of the day. But I can't help. To hear the, see this story, police respond to New Jersey mall fight sparks outrage after black teen cuffed as white teen watches. Although an investigation is still gathering the facts about the incident, I'm deeply disturbed by what appears to be racial treatment disparate treatment uh, in this video. Why is our Governor Phil Murphy says? Let's take a look at the video because I think it's important for context. One. But two. Over the weekend, a very disturbing video went viral. And in a moment, I am going to show it to you. But while you watch it, I want you to ask yourself if you believe that we in America truly have equal justice under the law. Now, first, some context. You are about to see two teenagers, two teenagers at a mall in Bridgewater, New Jersey, who get into a fight. Something that, from time to time, teenagers do. But I want you to pay close that's, attention I thought that's to what, what the happens mall was for. when the police arrive. Fighting. What are you gonna do? You know I didn't have a. Oh, come outside! Come outside! Oh, 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 oh
Why'd they blur out the white kid's face? Even this news, this news article is crazy. Why'd they blur out the white kid's face? are not deceiving you. You just witnessed two uniformed police officers breaking up the fight by pulling the kid who was on top up, gently seating him, and then tackling and pinning the black teenager, a knee in his back, face on the ground, and handcuffing him. The other kid, the one who was not black, was brushed aside and basically free to go about his business. That teen told a WPIX reporter that he did not understand why he had not been cuffed and said that he even offered to allow them to cuff him too. The because you're white. Police his department. privilege his privilege was soaring that bad. <laughs> he, he offered to, he said, hey, I I was the one who did it. I was the one who started the fight. I, I, threw, the, I threw the punch after invading his privacy and assaulting his personal space. But, but you know, uh, it's, I don't know. It's like uh, it's definitely a lawsuit, and even in the story, it's just like the 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 question at the end of the day is just when you have a, like the fact that one person was even processed. It's just so bad. It's so bad. It's so blatant. Like at one point, you gotta just ask yourself. Like, and I there's a part of me that like tells myself like you know how will I handle my kids. How will I tell them, like, to do things? I hope my kid is just as boring as I am and just finds venture and going outside and being myself. Because, like, oh, kids, the malls are just fucking useless. But as a kid growing up, it's everything. And those officers who were, those officers didn't overreact just a little bit. They couldn't have just separated them. You have to pin one and give them back. Like, because I don't even... Like, them fighting in the mall wasn't even, like... It didn't arise to me to the challenge of having to even handcuff them. And it's just crazy because it's like, Aetheridge was noble, defense, uh, friends and family and bullies, however. It's just crazy because this last statement was kind of a crump added. Zeke was no more of a threat to those officers than the white teen who fought with him. This is another example of the kind of racial bias that we need to root out in our system of policing. These police officers need to be reprimanded and retrained to overcome the implicit bias that results in unequal and often dangerous treatment of black people. And like Crump, he, he, that, that lawyer is everywhere. But he tells the truth here because if Zeke... <laughs> Let, let's just put this in, in perspective because if there was anyone who was going to shoot a cop, a cop, it'd be a white person and it'd be a white boy and we know based on the school shootings that we've just experienced it's usually a, a white kid doing it so if that kid had turned around after being sat down and dumped those two officers in the back of the head it's like the, the other officer wasn't even struggling, there was two officers if, if it was one officer I could see Okay, he did one and then he did the other. But there's two. You could have restrained both of them separately. So the training to me doesn't even kick in. It's it's so blatant, it's so clear. 
It's disgusting. But there's people that are going to sit here and say, well, no, shut the fuck up. It's Black History Month. You could at least have handcuffed the white kid first during Black History Month. Pretend. Um, I'm not watching the Olympics. And all my and this is like, you know what? I'm gonna, I actually want to talk to YouTube face-to-face on this motherfucker. Hey, YouTube. Um, and NBC. You want to know why no one's watching the Olympics? Because anytime you bring this shit up, anytime you even show just a, a piece of the of the Olympics anywhere... You immediately flag the channel and you take down the video. And you want to know what's crazy about that? That's why y'all ratings are so low. No one's downloading Peacock. I'm here to tell you. I'm not downloading Peacock to watch the Olympics. Especially not the Winter Olympics. But if I ever had to talk about the Olympics, I now know that I can't just show. Because last week we did a segment about uh, Aaron Jackson. You know, the first, uh, the first female black speed skater to win the race. And they blocked that video, but they only blocked the 40-minute long video. Remember, we live streamed that. They didn't block the live stream account. So it was free to me. It was crazy to me that, that you know, they blocked that video, but they didn't block the other. And it's only free now, Keisha. Don't fall for the trap. That's what they said about Netflix and all these other shit. And now they're increasing their prices. They, they give you the free shit up front, and then they lure you in. So, um... This is why I continue to steal my media. <laughs> I know. I'm bad. Michael Jackson bad. Give me oh yeah. I, I do it. I do it because I shouldn't have to suffer or even endure the humiliation of, of not having. Like, what? Why can't I just have this? That's the crazy part to me. That's the, no, I, I, I'm not. I'm so unapologetic about this. I'm so unapologetic about this. But this dude named Hagen uh, Kearney, Olympic snowboarder, accused of using racial slurs. Of course, <laughs> of course, Olympic snowboarder uh, has been accused of routinely and continuously using racial slurs by former teammate uh, Callahan. Uh, ooh. Okay, you know what? I'm I'm gonna go ahead take a take a L and just hear this. Callan Chive looks if off. Yeah, uh, Callan, Cal, I'm gonna call you Callan, uh, who completed <laughs> competed at the Winter Olympics in 2010. Alleged on Instagram that Kearney, uh used the N word intentionally to get under my skin when they were both on the U.S. T- USA team in 2014. That's crazy. Karen, who's 30, is representing the United States. Of course, he's representing the United States. Uh, the Winter Olympics in Beijing this week. Newsweek has contacted him for comment on the allegations. Uh, uh, the Callian dude, 32, wrote on Instagram since day one, making the team hagging, had routinely continuously used the N-word as a norm, but intentionally to get under my skin. Mm. That's the Instagram post. Can't watch it. Uh, according to Callian, Kanye uh, <laughs> remarked that Kanye West gives black people a bad name. I'm tired of white people telling black people who's who's allowed to represent us, and the ones who do, who the ones who do represent, because black people, all black people represent all black people. Black people don't have individualism in that aspect. Not in America. As as bad as that is, that's the truth we live in. Because it doesn't matter. It, it, you could be a doctor. 
um, as long as that white person or person has seen another black person do something bad, you're guilty. You could have saved their child in surgery. You walk outside and walk to your car. They're calling the police on you because you. He, oh, we saw a black guy standing by a nice BMW. This isn't like on accident. This is something that has literally happened to me while I've been at a hospital. So it's crazy. Um, oh yeah, he does. He looks like he uses the N word constantly. But the the thing that they're not going to tell you here is he actually uh, the USA uh, the Olympic said that they actually handled this and they did an investigation. And the investigation concluded that this guy had to say he was sorry. And that was the conclusion of the investigation. Now they're doing another investigation on whether that was a steep enough punishment. You think you think that you think that was a steep enough punishment? You can't allow systemic systems to investigate racism. It, they're just not equipped for it. And what are you going to do? Tell them that their uncle, brother, sister, brother, fucker, mother are bad people. That's why CRT is such a debate right now. Because they don't want you to take a good look. <laughs> he looked dirty. <laughs> yeah, he do. <laughs> he smelled like wet. He looked like he looked like, smelled like wet pennies. Uh, they don't want you to look closely at these pictures. Because when you start looking at enough of these pictures, someone's going to recognize their uncle. Who's probably like sixty four years old or something like that? That's that's the that's the issue we run. Got a COVID COVID booster shot? You probably won't need another for a long time. This article's for me, uh, New York Times. As a people across the world grapple with the prospect of living with coronavirus for the foreseeable future, one question looms large. Over how soon before they need another shot? Not for many months, perhaps not for years, according to a flurry of new studies. Okay, okay, okay. Three doses of the COVID vaccine or even just two are enough to protect most people from serious illness, death for a long time, the studies suggest. I got questions about this because we know that the half-life of the antivirals and the vaccine and the mRNA significantly drops off after eight months it almost it almost definitely halves itself after you contract it and then is replaced by your natural immunity from from getting it so it's one of those crazy things where i got questions you feel me uh we're starting to see now diminishing returns on the number of additional doses says uh john wary uh, director of Institution for Immunology at the University of Pennsylvania. Although people who are over 65 or at high risk of illness may benefit from a fourth vaccine dose, it may be unnecessary for most people, he added. So I'm going to keep a close eye on this because this is really about me. And as a person who got my two shots, got uh, a booster eight months out afterwards, I was prepared to take another shot. Uh, Every just every year, every every eight months, just be ready to take another one. It doesn't affect me because I'm not a I'm not a wuss, and, and you know. But uh, this that's super interesting uh, to hear. Some more orange oompa loompa news. Supreme Court shuts down <laughs> Trump's bid to shield records from January 6th investigation. So we're gonna get all those records now that he's been trying to say is private because he's the president or whatever nonsense he was coming up with. Uh, let us know. Uh, this is coming from Sarah H. Sarah D. Wire. That's a cool name. 
Um, the U.S. Supreme Court has formally rejected President Trump's effort to block release of the documents from his administration to the House January 6th Select Committee, bringing a formal end to his executive privilege claims in the connection with the records. That's crazy because you want to know something? Uh, it's a bunch of people he put on the board. And I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't know if that's a bad thing. It's just not in their agenda. It's not part of their things that they're willing to corrupt. Because we know that they're coming for Roe v. Wade. We know they're coming for women's productive rights. We know they're not going to allow people to have um, um, people to have certain health care rights. But like, as far as like uh, First Amendments and civil liberties and things like that, yo, you're a, you were a civil servant, my guy. And whatever the fuck you said, that is is that can be that can be retracted that can be retracted will be but anything that isn't retracted is free for the public right so uh hand it over house committee has said it it needs visitors log phone records speech drafts and other written records to understand the role trump may have pl- have played in inciting the violence that unfolded when his supporters stormed the Capitol in an attempt to prevent Congress from formally certifying Biden's 2020 presidential election. The insurrection left lawmakers scrambling for safety, delayed for several hours, the largely ceremonial but constitutionally required process. I, they, I, just, want, I just want there to be a firm connection line because if they can charge him with a crime, that's great. Because then we don't have to worry about him in 2024 because we know fucking Joe Biden and them can't do shit. Joe Biden can't do a damn thing. Oh, my God. For the life of me, I've never... I've never seen a more useless president. Because in the past, at least presidents have done shit. Like, at least they've done shit in either direction. I've never met such a mid-president in my life. Just, Just basic as fuck. That's the that's what I get from Joe Biden. Just no, uh, I, I I have these things I can do right away, but I'm really focused on the things that I can't do. You're just mid. There's nothing special about you. The most the the best part about you, Joe Biden, is that you were the vice president to Obama. That's your that's your fame to claim. I will remember you as the vice president before I ever remember you as a president. Yeah. Let that shit sink in, my guy. Wait, the people he selected voted against him? Yep, they're damn right. <laughs> That's the, it's the it's the tragic truth. Like I, it's hard to explain it, but um, that's what we're dealing with right now. That's what we're dealing with. Um, uh, Juwan Howard uh, got in trouble because he basically pushed, he mushed. <laughs> He mushed a, a coach, and I, I, I don't, I don't so much want to go into the video as much as the the narrative of the story because he's come out and apologized for his actions. But the narrative of the story was basically like um, the coach, the the Wisconsin coach, uh, they like I guess like he either kept his starters in or something like that. But that coach, he was Juwan wasn't trying to trying to mess with him, and that coach basically grabbed him. And it, 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 the way he grabbed him was to imply that you have to acknowledge me. And Juwan wasn't having it, so he mushed his little short ass. And I'm, and, and I'm okay with that. Um, 
I don't like I don't like this idea of like you know I don't like this idea of like these coaches or these people have access to uh, to us like he was just way too entitled he was just way too entitled the way he approached uh, Coach Howard and Coach Howard felt threatened by that and he has every right to defend himself now he got suspended for five games and was being fined forty k I think that's just right but the reason why I really want to talk about it is because. Uh, Stephen A, in this segment that I can't even play for you guys, continues to elaborate. I I love Juwan Howard. I think he's a great guy, a phenomenal player, part of one of the greatest teams ever to be collaborated in the collegiate field. But I think he should have been suspended for the year. I don't think he should have lost his job, but I think he should have been gone for the year. Shut the fuck up. Stephen A is the is the is the most athletic version of Uncle Ruckus I have ever seen in my life. And we're going to get to a prettier version of Uncle Ruckus here later on in the show. But Stephen A. has continued to be the coon, man. He's he's the coon. He, he, got the, he got the glasses on and the little hands, and he just gets his little grubby hands and says whatever he wants to. There's no way that this white dude should be more in support of Juwan Howard than, than Stephen A. And Stephen A, even in the beginning of this segment, if you watch this segment, goes on to lecture this guy about looking at the camera. That's something you could have said off air. That's something you could have said. that He has an earpiece in his ear. He could, he, The producer could have easily told him that. But Stephen A just can't handle not being the center of attention or the center of controversy here. So I just wanted to say, Stephen A., you know, you, if for all the things that you put yourself through, for all the things that you try to, at the end of the day, these black people don't really fuck with you, and you're a. I'm gonna wait for the sound. Beta. Yes, I waited for that because I think it was worth it. <laughs> Clap it. Ha! Huh. Jokes on you. I'll never remove my ad block. Actually, I will this one time. Uh, his his team was ready to box, and but that's how you got to be. Hey, if if we know anything, we know he can lead his team because they they knew they they understood the assignment. Um, Google Chrome will soon let you add notes to save your passwords, and I think this is great. And I also think this is horrible because what's going to stop me from putting my password in the notes? <laughs> I love Google Chrome because it has autofill. It remembers all the passwords from every website so I don't have to, which makes my life easier. But if you start putting notes by the edge of the thing so I can remember the password, I'm just going to put the password in the notes. Um, Which begs the question, like, why come we don't have, like, um, especially on the cell phones? On the cell phones, we should be able to use our facial IDs on websites. Uh, I think that's something that needs to be integrated. I think that's something that needs to be Oh, we have a celebrity in the house. Welcome, Nafi. Maybe use uh, all those people in your house right now to get yourself an ad-free segment. Clap it. There's no mercy for you. There will be no mercy for you. Um, But yeah, I'm interested to see how this works. And here is the set. Nafi, this is your segment. Defense rep. Oh, wait, no, this isn't it. Wait, I don't even have that up here. But this is going to be for the George Floyd one. 
Um, the defense rests in the federal trial of the three police officers in the George Floyd killing. This was, this is super, uh, this is, <laughs> I, I got, I'm going to pull Nafi's segment up. Uh, this was an interesting situation here because I didn't know where this story was going to go. I didn't know how they were going to move in this story, but basically the officers, there were four other officers or three other officers who could have been, uh, who are being held responsible for the situation that happened to George Floyd. Um, one of the officers did flip and testify against the other ones. I don't know how far or how hard that's going to go, but there's the, the standout situation here for me is, uh, yo, some, someone's got to be held responsible. Someone's going to be held responsible for this. And I don't see a situation where these people do not get, uh, held responsible for what happened to, uh, what happened to, uh, your boy, um, Ahmaud Arbery. So I'm super ecstatic to see this happen. I hope the judgment was passed down swiftly on these people. It just it just is not acceptable. We can't accept um, this to happen. But uh, the defense attorney of the third former uh, Minneapolis officer charged with violating George Floyd's civil rights as Derek Chauvin pressed his knee into full. I think it's so important that they and these guys, they should have known the moment their case in their trial was over. They should have jumped ship. They should have pleaded out. They should have. They should have testified against uh, Chauvin, but they were holding out. And, we, and I hope they get every piece of this. Uh, Thomas Lane testified that it was his first time he had seen Floyd's face since officer had struggled with, uh, had struggled since the officer had murdered him. Let's correct that line, please. Uh, the 46-year-old black, uh, as they tried to arrest him while Floyd was, he was already under arrest. He was literally in the vehicle. This this news article is pissing me off. But one of the Lane goes on to complain that it was his first day. He didn't know any better. Yo, if I was beating the fuck out of somebody, you wouldn't know what to do. You took you completed your CPR class, you completed your vital assessment class. So all that excuse shit goes out the window. So I'm happy to see these guys buried next to Derek Chauvin under the gym. But Nafi. Sent me this great article, and I just think it's worth it. Damn, I got a hundred likes and a few comments. I'm popular, guys. You can see it up there. Um, breaking: Three white men who murdered Ahmaud Arbery were found guilty on the federal hate crimes. Travis McMichael, Gregory McMichael, and William Bryan, all already serving life in prison for murder, face additional life sentence. Clap it up. Get fucked. <laughs> Get wrecked. <laughs> We love to see it. We love to see it. Get fucked. I just want you to look at these grubby, insignificant. They had to get on stand and admit in front of everybody that they are vile, incoherent, disgusting Bushmen from a different world in time. They had they they got on the stand and Gregory McMichael, him in particular, bragged about how he uses the N word and how he loves working at his job site because there's no those no monkeys here. He loved it. And then he raised this fat slob. They live next to this loser. Ahmaud Arbery had so much potential, so much going for him. We lost a great one. 
But no one will miss these people. And if you do find yourself rooting for them, go play in traffic, okay? College students alleged, allegedly tried to bust into a tiger cage at Boston Zoo. I didn't mean to harm anybody. Uh, I, okay. He, he, this, he's a college kid? He's really stressing because, man, his, his, front, his front laces are thinning out. Uh, Massachusetts college student, very interested in tigers, was busted for trying. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, for the sake of Harambe, I just can't. This guy, <laughs> NFT trader sues OpenSea for $1 million over stolen ape with baby bonnet. In Texas, a man alleges OpenSea knew about tech vulnerabilities and didn't protect his bored ape NFT. Hmm. Uh, seeing as how I'll be dropping my NFT in the near future, this is important to me. My second batch. The first batch is all sold. All five of them sold already, which was a shocker to me. Did not expect that. But yeah, cool shit happens. An NFT trader from Texas has filed a lawsuit against trading platform OpenSea saying the company was responsible when it's when his board ape image was stolen from his crypto wallet. The trader is asking for the return of his ape and one million in damages. See, this is why I don't believe people understand what Web3 is about, because if this was truly Web3, you can't ask for it back. So this is a Web 2 pre, maybe Web 2.5, maybe 2.3, but it's not Web 3. Uh, Timothy McKimmy, <laughs> that's a cool name, filed a suit last week in the United States District Court for the Southern District of Texas, alleging that OpenSea knew about the vulnerabilities on his platform. Board A 3475 was significant value, according to McKimmy lawsuit, despite ownership, someone can claim over an image simply because the receipt for it has been registered on a blockchain. I, um, the stolen image creator NFT. Uh, this is the part that is baffling to me is that he does this, this guy it, more than likely in the situation he's facing bought this board ape and didn't understand uh, that he wasn't the one of one probably. And I think that's what it comes down to. I didn't really look into this. Uh, does McKinney have any chance of winning the case? Possibly. Depending on the whether he can prove it actually OpenSea's fault, his ape was stolen. Exactly. Because, like, to imply that there's only... OpenSea isn't responsible for securing your... OpenSea is not responsible for securing your your stuff. They're just responsible for facilitating the buying and selling of it. Your wallet, your key, your accent, I, I, I venture to say this person probably doesn't have a ledger. So if he didn't have a ledger, I'm confused. Uh, not a great start, folks. Better luck with your next filing. So, yeah, and they misspelled his name. Does he have a chance? Uh, good sign that the lawsuit misspelled McKinney's first name as Timothy. So, like, uh, this guy's fucked. <laughs> it's, yeah, it, you don't deserve a million dollars. Um... Protesters call for OC uh, DA Todd Spitters, Spitters for, to resign after alleged racist comment. 
Y'all not missing. Uh, the last week of, of Black History Month, y'all not going to miss. Todd Spitzer's opponent calling on him to resign. We heard about some other district attorneys around the state rescinding their endorsement of Spitzer. And now today, Reverend Al Sharpton's National Action Network is also stepping into the fray. Hey, hey, ho, ho, Todd Spitzer's got to go. Tuesday, protesters in Santa Ana called on Orange County District Attorney Todd Spitzer to resign over comments they say were racist. The comments were made last year while members of the DA's office discussed whether or not they should pursue the death penalty against Jamone Bugs, who is black. According to a memo about that meeting, written by former Senior Assistant District Attorney Brahim Betai, Spitzer asked about the race of Bugs's former girlfriends and... D.A. Spitzer then stated that while he was a student in college, one of his fellow black students only dated white women to get himself out of his bad circumstances and situations. The fact that race entered the conversation when state-sanctioned murder was on the table brings into question the integrity of our entire criminal justice system. Spitzer has said his comments were mischaracterized and taken out of context. He said he was broaching racial issues that could come up in the case where the two victims, Darren Parch and Wendy Miller, were white. Still, he is now acknowledging some of the backlash, saying in a new statement this week that, unfortunately, when the issue of race in that context was raised, I used an example that was insensitive. I regret doing so. I am not perfect, but an inartful comment during an hours-long debate in a double murder case is not reflective of my core beliefs. Yeah, I, I beg to differ. Black leaders in Orange County have been coming to Todd Spitzer's defense, including the president of the Black Chamber of Orange County, who said he is saddened to see race being used as a weapon in this case. For now, reporting live in Santa Ana, I'm Chip LA 5 News. We got to figure out a way when it does. Why is there always a black person available to counter like to save white people from these racist situations? Like, like, why is there always Uncle Ruckus nearby? You know what? We might be better off instead of focusing on the racist white people. We might be better focusing on the race, like the black people who want to uphold uh, white supremacy because like they are it. They, they don't miss. They don't miss. They're everywhere. This dude, this case needs to, whether this case needs to be reevaluated or have a new special, like I get he's in, in jail for a double, but that person, that case needs to be reevaluated. And if he walks free because of it, yeah, do it. Because if it happened that high into the ceiling of the justice system, you can only imagine the things that were broached to get him to that level. So, I, I, it's hard for me to sit here and say justice is important, but when it's founded like this off of racism, like you put the death penalty on the table and you're worried about him banging white women because he wanted to get out of his certain situation. One ain't no white woman pussy that good. All right, let's be right, let's just say that. Let's just call it what it is. I ain't even sit here. I ain't gonna hold you. You feel me? Don't argue with me. Argue with your mama. Bing bang. All right. It's just not that good. I, I'm not. I'm not here to debate that. Get you out of it. All I've seen it do is drive people crazy. <laughs> um, I am choosing violence. 
<laughs> I'm choosing my preference. I'm choosing my preference. Um, family members blast horrible and manipulative former teacher who laced students' cupcakes with semen. Uh, this lovely individual is getting 41 years in prison. Uh, attorney, the former Louisiana teacher, has called her ex-husband a real monster in sexual abusing children, but others speak at the sentence hearing Friday. Ripped defendant Cynthia Perkins, 36, when a family member called family member called her horrible and manipulative, according to WB. Oh, man. Uh, following... Following a plea agreement, former English teacher at the West Side Junior High School was sentenced to f- on Friday to spend 41 years behind bars for production of child pornography, second-degree rape, and conspiracy of uh, mingling or harming subst- uh, of harmful substance. In return, she must testify against ex-husband, former Livingston Parish P- Sheriff Deputy Dennis Perkins, 44. Wow. There's, there's, man, I'm telling you, cops, <laughs> cops, wow, police. Um, Cynthia Perkins has admitted to using her then-husband's sperm to season, why well, would they put that in quotations, cake batter served to students. She also admitted to helping her ex rape a minor between the ages of 9 and 10 and helping him film a bathing, uh, film a bathing minor. Oh, these people are disgusting. You are a selfish, horrible person. I hope you rot in prison. Uh, you will. And I know in the women prison just is similar to the male prison. You mess with kids, they're gonna you, you'll never you'll never be able to leave the cell because every time you leave, they're gonna someone's gonna be there to beat your ass. Uh, Cynthia Perkins, who divorced her ex in 2019, arrest voiced an apology to the victims' friends. And family on Friday. Shut the fuck up. And this is the sheriff. Man. That's crazy. Yeah, I hope these people ride in jail for sure. And in the last story. Uh, today is 22222. I don't know what that means or what the significance of it is. But everyone was talking about it. So, uh... We're going to sit here for a second and just figure out spiritual significance, uh, keeping up with the faith. I don't want to read any of this. I don't care. Meaning of the symbolism of 222. Like, (laughs) I don't care enough. But, like, I just, I I don't care enough, but I do want to call into action. Like, look, if someone is looking at the 222 and they're making a big uh, hurrah about it and they're happy about it, hey, yo, let these people be happy. Because I've seen too many people just shitting on this 222 stuff. Let these people be happy, okay? Like, just let these people be happy. If it ain't if it ain't hurt nobody, just please let these people be happy. Uh, y'all asses out here wilding. Um, a few of my friends was not giving nobody any mercy uh, during this 222 thing. But, yo, let these people be happy. Let these weirdos be happy. Keisha, get in the Discord. Um, but for the meantime and in between time, hey, we made it. Uh, that has been the things we forgot to tell you last week. I appreciate y'all being here to hear this segment. If there's something that I missed, something you want me to cover or talk about, put it in the comment section. Let's have a discussion. Um, I, I'm I'm stumped, but uh, we got two. Super-